I believe that veterans are the key to unlocking America's next golden age. By empowering and influencing one million veterans to transition well and become leaders in their communities, we can unlock our country's destiny and continue to change the world. My name is Bernard Bergen. I am here with Tanya Carter, who's a speaker, author, and trajectory changer. Her Instagram highlights her Reinvent You community, where she empowers women to go from breakup to breakthrough. Let's get started. Miss Tanya Speaks, thank you for joining us. And let's dive right in. Why is the breakup so important? And as nasty as some breakups are, how do we not break down during our breakup? Well, I believe we all fall during a breakup, especially a divorce, because I know I did. I believe the main goal is to be self-aware of it and find a system to allow you to get to your breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And so to tell someone you're not going to fall, I think that's a false statement. Mm -hmm. I think we all fall in life. I think that's a part of the life journey. Everything you're not strong about, everything, you can't do everything on your own. So, you know, as I tell women, no woman is an island. Mm-hmm. And so we live in a world now where being strong is trying to figure it all out and do it all by yourself mm. and not have any support or don't feel like you need any assistance. And I think that that's one of the biggest gaps that we have is thinking that we can figure it all out. Wow. Wow. Was that your catalyst to start your reinvent you community? Just a safe place where women can gather, share, and just set goals together and work through some things together? Oh yeah, absolutely. I just got off a coaching call with a lady and that's one of her biggest struggles is to just be vulnerable or talk Mm -hmm. about the things that she needs to work on within herself because we're trying to keep all that in. Mm. I mean, that's a lot of weight. Right. You know, and just trying to do it all and be it all. It's just, it's just not really realistic. Not if you want to thrive. Right. Okay. So if you want to survive, yes, it's possible. But surviving is exhausting, Mm. frustrating, it's tiring because you're trying to figure it all out. And no person is built in this world to figure it all out. I mean, when you look at great people, they didn't get there by themselves. They had help. They had someone to help them. And I believe as women, especially divorced single mothers, when our marriages didn't work or our relationships didn't work, we get into this mindset of just doing it by yourself. You know, I'll figure it out, which I'm sure you'll figure it out, but you probably could figure it out a lot more quicker by having a community. And many of times you're probably doing things backwards as well. You know, taking the longer route when you can take a shorter route by just simply connecting yourself with someone else. I mean, everyone is so valuable Mm -hmm. and many of times we don't think we are. And I tell them, you are valuable. You have something to share and something to give. And you'll be surprised at just by giving how much it helps. Right, right, I love that. All right guys, we are in the studio with Tanya Carter of Miss Tanya Speaks. So head over to her IG, make sure you're following Tanya on Instagram. Her Reinvent You community is definitely helping women find their voice and truly heal after a breakup. And she pushes you. She just doesn't want you to stay with the breakup, but she wants you to continue that movement until you get to your breakthrough. Now, Tanya, one of your most popular Instagram posts, and it really, it really helped me as well, was you uh, broke down the word healthy 
and you wrote Heal Thyself. What step in the breakup to breakthrough process is that to just heal yourself? Honestly, I think the very first step is making a decision to want to heal. Mm -hmm. I know that that sounds so simple, but many of times we'll make a decision, but then we'll go back on the decision because maybe the process is not going the way we want to. So we have to treat our healing like a physical wound. And I did a video on it called Don't Band-Aid It. And many yeah. of us, we patch things up. So, you know, when we see athletes or when we see people who get physically injured, they go through a process. So if, if they break a rib or break an ankle, they don't just get up and try to walk on that ankle like mm -hmm. they did before it was broken. They go through a process. They go to the doctor. They get x-rays. They figure out where the ankle is broken, figure out a plan to allow this ankle to heal properly so that they can go back out there in the game as if it never was injured. That's how you have to be with your breakup. And many of us, when it comes to our emotions, because we can't physically see the emotion, mm. we don't think it's there, but you feel it. You know, and I know for me, I felt it. Now, I didn't want to admit it because that's the strength in me that I thought I needed to have to ignore the right. wound that I needed to heal from. But I needed to really heal from that wound because what happens is when you don't heal a physical wound and you try to operate on it as if it wasn't hurt, what happens? It gets worse, right? Yeah. It's the same thing with your heart and your soul. It gets hurt because you'll go back out, you'll produce other bad relationships over and over and over again. Mm. And then it all it does, it puts you back into a deeper state of depression. Yeah. And then you, it's just so deeply rooted in you now where now you feel like it's almost impossible to get out of. So now it takes more work. Wow. And so when, you are, when you're going through a divorce, even if walking away was the best solution, because I'm going to be honest, for me, it was my best solution for the both of us. Mm -hmm. It was just the best thing for us, but it didn't mean I still didn't have to deal with the oh, issues. Wow. Yeah. So I still needed to deal with them, even if walking away was the best thing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love how you made that graphic and transparent for us. Again, if you're not following Miss Tanya Speaks on IG, you are missing out on just tips and strategies that you can definitely use every day to heal and to truly find yourself, find your breakthrough after a major breakup. And I love your Don't Band-Aid It video. And I love the analogy of look at it as a physical wound because that's something we all can relate to. And I love how you talked about you know, your heart can be cut and your heart can be stabbed. Your heart can be hurt. And if you don't really allow that thing to heal, then you're losing some of your capacity for your heart to pump blood to even, you know, truly flow as it was supposed to. Right. You know, so one of my challenges is when you're working with your clients and really showcasing the reinvent you community. And I know for you, it was about creating a safe space for women to share personally and to develop. Now, before reInvent You, where was your safe place to share and to develop? Ooh. You know, my safe place, believe it or not, I didn't think I really had a safe place. I created my own safe place. Mm. And I think part of that was, I didn't even know that they had these things out here. Um, mm. I didn't know that that was an option to choose. And then the other part of me was a little scared and nervous to put myself out there, to truly be honest. But I had to be honest with everything when my father got sick. 
And mm-hmm. so when he had, well, he had his, he had a heart attack, I'm sorry. And so it really opened up my mind and my eyes to something different. And it really started with me just being honest with myself. And during that particular time, I was still nervous to come out and, you know, say those things because I didn't want, I didn't want anyone to see me. I used to define it as weak mm-hmm. when it's not. It's really just being vulnerable and vulnerability is strength. Because when you know the things that you need help in, it allows you to ask for help, to receive the help, to grow and be better in that area. But I didn't always see it that way. I was more of the woman that people went to and I didn't know how to go to someone else. And so I had to learn how to break that chain. And that was not an easy chain to break. And it came by being uncomfortable and stretching myself and allowing Mm -hmm. myself to not do what I normally did. And so I just started reading books and listening to motivational speakers. And then I joined the Breathe University community. And then I just kind of like really took off into just saying, okay, you know what? You're not going to get anywhere being on the sideline. It's a start, but you don't want to stay, you know, you don't want to stay on the sideline. You want to get in the game. And so I wanted to get in the game. And so being in the game and saying, hey, I need help. And so I realized that many women suffer from this Mm. because it wasn't an easy thing for me. And so that's why reinvent you is there. And it takes time because it's building a trust. It's no different than a relationship. Relationships are built on trust. And if we don't have trust, we have nothing. And so I know it takes time and it takes time by being consistent and doing what other people aren't willing to do. So every day I'm in the group, every week we got calls. We had a guest on the call yesterday who talked about journaling and believe it or not, it opened up a lot of doors. Mm. And so that's what I, I was like, wow, you know, because sometimes you're like, what can I do? What can I do to right. get people to talk? And so this year is going to be a year of growth in that community. They're not going to be the same women. Wow. Wow. I love that. So if you are listening and you need a safe place to share and find your voice, again, follow Tanya on Instagram, Miss Tanya Speaks, and check out the Reinvent You community. What is the process like signing up, uh, Tanya? Do they do a consultation with you first? Um, do they head over to your website? What does that process look like? Yeah, I have a website, MissTanyaSpeaks.com. And under the, um, I have the reconnect you. So I would like to schedule just like a consultation just to kind of see where you are and, you know, letting you know what we do. Because I'm cool with texting, but it's something about just the old traditional conversation that I love to do just to kind of see where they're headed and also for them to be comfortable. Everybody wants to feel comfortable and nobody never wants to feel like they're by themselves. And so that's one of the first things I want to do is just talk to them one on one, tell them what the group is about. And that's what reconnect. That's reinventing you. But I also have a divorce coaching that I do that is for women who are just getting through a divorce or Mm-hmm. already divorced and haven't healed. And that's separate. What we do, you know, more one-on-ones with that. Right, right. So I, again, I just want to say, you know, thank you for creating that safe place for uh, women to find their voice again. You know, my parents did get a divorce, so I, I'm pretty sure that they had work to do on their ends. But I don't know if safe communities existed for that healing process. So, you know, I'm just thankful that you are creating that space. Now, I wanted to touch on this topic because I know one of the things you help people to do and heal and move forward is to find their voice. And now, Oprah gave this powerful speech recently where you know, she showcased that finding your voice and unleashing your voice and telling your truth is one of the most powerful things that you can do. 
take us through how you help women to find their voice again. Because like you mentioned, this very vulnerable state of my relationship didn't work. I did everything I felt I could have done, but it didn't give me what I expected. And I don't know how to tell this truth, tell the story and really start the process of healing. So what would you say to women who find themselves in that state? Well, first of all, it's important to know that you're not by yourself. I believe that many of times we feel like, oh my God, I'm on this island and nobody gets it, nobody understands. And I know for me, my biggest thing was I hate losing. And so when I got my divorce, I felt, I felt like a failure because I am very competitive. I like to win. I had a perfectionist mindset mm. and I had to learn how to divorce that. So this is the thing about divorce. It's not about just divorcing the person. It's divorcing the things that is also holding you back. So I had to divorce being a perfectionist and realize that okay, Tanya, it didn't work, but that does not make you a failure, mm -hmm. okay? And you don't have to put on this facade as being strong. You don't have to try to prove to other people that you're okay, when in reality, you're not. Right. And it's important to just find that safe space. And I think that's what it is. And I think you create that safe space by allowing yourself to be vulnerable. See, when people tell you not to cry and let it go, don't do that. You don't get over it. You get through it. And mm. that's the thing, because people say, girl, just get over it. Divorce is a death. And I think that that's what people need to understand. You have to grieve that. So when we lose someone that we love, when they have transitioned on, we have to grieve that death. Yeah. If someone told you to get over it, you would probably be like, I'll show you what getting over it. You know, we get automatically, we get upset. Because that's, we feel like that's disrespectful to say, right. like, how are you going to tell me to get over this person who just died? Yeah. So it's no different than losing that person that you have devoted your life to, you made a vow to, you've had mm -hmm. children with, you build a life with. That is not as easy as it sounds when someone says, get over it. You need to get through it. Mm -hmm. But you also need to allow yourself to heal because healing and bashing are not the same. And I see women bash and they're not healing. You're bashing. Wow. And I'm in a couple of divorce groups and I see that all the time. Mm. And so they're not really healing. And so they're getting advice from people who are just as miserable in the space that they're in. And so that's not always good to get that advice. So you want to step outside of your comfort zone and get you someone that you don't know that can probably help you get where you need to go a lot more further. Right. So it's really about being self-aware of where you are and just being totally, stop being in denial about it. Stop saying, you know what, I'm not hurting, you are. And yeah. it's okay, like, it's okay, it's part of the process. But the point is that we don't wanna stay there, we wanna start healing. Mm -hmm. And so I wanna know your story, I wanna know what's going on, and then I'm gonna give you some things to work on and I'm also gonna allow you to see things within yourself that you need to divorce to yeah. help you get to your breakthrough. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love just how you took the time to talk through the process and the comparison to someone dying, I think makes it so much, so much clearer for people to understand the grieving process of the deep loss of a relationship. Oh, yeah. I think, and I think you know, many of us, if you haven't experienced it, then there's this outsider's perspective, like you know how to help or, how, or what to say instead of just saying, I'm here. And I think what I, I love that you're sharing is that, look, there are ways to get through it 
but we just don't get over it. We don't just throw it away. It matters. No, you don't throw it away. And I threw it away for so long because I was a single mother. When me and my ex-husband decided that this wasn't going to work, I lost five jobs in four years. So that's when the recession hit in 08. I lost my job two weeks after he left. And it was just like a domino effect mm. of losing jobs. And it was the financial hardship and then dealing with the divorce and just being a single mother. And it was just like, I was Febreze in my life, if you would say. Mm. I was putting, trying to put new stuff on top of old stuff. And I wasn't just giving myself permission to deal with it because I didn't think I had time. My motto was, I got to do what I got to do. I got kids to feed. That's almost like many single mother mottos. I got to do what I got to do. Trying to heal a healthy heart, we don't think about how important that is to our kids. We don't just need to pass down money. We need to pass down character and integrity and, and heart healing too, because we forget about those things because, you know, many of us base our success on money, but no, it's, it's about your heart too and where you are with it because you could be a woman who constantly find yourself in the hands of another man and you're allowing your daughter to see that mm. and she's going to probably repeat what she sees. You know, they're, they're not going to repeat what you do. I mean, what you say, they go off what you do. And so that, those are the things that we have to really, really understand the importance of healing and, you know, how it helps just not a relationship with someone from the opposite sex, but also right. your kids, right. you know, your career. Like it really helps in all areas. It's not just being with someone else. You yeah. know, that's one of them, but yeah. 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 Wow. What I love about you taking the time to go deep there. I think it was so important for you to say that because maybe at times we're so much focused on healing so that we can attract someone new versus who do we already have in our life? Our children, our siblings, our parents that we might be mistreating because we're hurt. And or we yourself. Or you self-sabotaging yourself. And so many times like loving yourself is one of the most vaguely things to say, but it is a lot more deeper than just saying, oh, I love myself. You know, it's about really becoming whole because it allows you to choose better relationships. You know, when you start having standards and boundaries and knowing what you want out of your life, because I realized I lost my identity, you know, because I thought being a good wife was you giving up everything that you love mm -hmm. and making sure the family was okay. But in the process of that, I lost myself because I was making everyone else this priority and I was making myself the option. Mm -hmm. and so it's, like I say, it's a lot more deeper than just saying divorce. It's like you need to divorce making yourself the option. You know what I'm saying? You need to divorce self-sabotaging yourself. Right. And so many of us do that and we don't know how purposeful we are. And so we'll just kind of get into this rat race of life of just working and paying bills and dying and just having a couple of having a little fun in between and not really living a fulfilled life. And that's mm. what it's about, because when you get there, you will attract different people. Right. Right. And I love that. I love that you talked about, you know, just re again, brilliant name for the community, reinventing you, you know, like you need to heal. You need to find that love for yourself again. You need to find that space where you can uh, become again. And, you know, I think you just talked us through a process. I almost see the mantra, like you mentioned, because I've heard it. I, you know, I have, you know, great wise women around me and some of them are single mothers and it's always this toughness. It's always this, if I don't do it, who will do it? And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then when you see them break down at times, yeah. you're like, why didn't you say watch the kids one day. Why didn't you reach out? They it's, just, it's, a, it's not easy. And I'm telling you, it's so funny you say that because 
you know, I have a 15 and I have a 10 year old. So, you know, that 15 year old, anybody who has a teenager, we already kind of know the, the attitude sometimes, the, you know, just that whole phase that they're going through. And so I was like, okay, somebody is not going to make it in this house alive. <laughs> go. Okay. No. But seriously, I was like, okay, let me take them over to their grandmother's house. Just because I was like, I need, I just need a breather. Yeah. Um, and I don't do that often. I don't, but I was like, okay, I need to do this. Cause I just need some re relaxation time. And it was hard. It used to be hard for me to ask people, but I realized is that, you know, people don't know unless you, unless you mm. ask, you know, I thought that when you ask you were weak, I thought that I never wanted no one to throw it back up in my face. Mm. They've done something for me. So it was just my own issues and see, I was self-sabotaging myself, but on the flip side, I would get mad when people don't ask me for something. <laughs> so it was like, okay, Tanya, you also have to learn how to receive. And I think that that's a very challenging thing to do. And what we have to understand is that just because we probably have been hurt by other people, we don't need to box everybody up in that manner because right. there are people who really want to just genuinely help you. And we have to also receive that help and not block mm -hmm. it because we can block our blessings a lot by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for just for taking the time to, uh, to go there. We are talking with Tanya Carter of Miss Tanya Speaks. Follow her on IG if you're not. You are missing just some strategies to make sure that you're living your breakthrough and you're not stuck in that moment of breakup. Now, Tanya, you are, you know, you're a mother, you're a business owner, you're a speaker, you travel the country. Tell us about the joys of the journey, both the highs, the lows, and just what it means to you to be able to do this work and truly attract the people you want in your life and the opportunities you want in your life. It's almost too good to be true because, you know, again, I had already figured out my life was going to be working eight to five, paying bills, being a mom. That kind of was it, you know, just maybe going on vacations here and there, but I never knew I had a purpose, mm. you know, growing up wasn't about purpose. You know, the purpose was you going to school and getting your own job and right. getting out my house like that. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it honest. Like my parents, you know, but I think that they want it better for me. I definitely know that. And going to college was just that next level in our, in our home. My parents, they didn't have degrees. You know, my father was a blue collar worker. Mm -hmm. My mom worked, you know, at the school. Those were their jobs. And so for me, going to college was like, that's like your meal ticket because my brothers didn't go. Therefore, I was the baby. So I was more, I think I was more forced to go. <laughs> um, I do. It never fulfilled me, but I didn't think it was supposed to be. And so when I started going into like opening up my mind to different possibilities, it's like the universe just kind of changes to what you want. Like the law of attraction. At that time, I didn't know what it was. And I read the book, The Secret. That's a really good book. But it was about how you, you attract what you want. Mm -hmm. And so when I started wanting new, new stuff came unknowingly. And so it's definitely still a journey. One of the biggest highs for me is just really meeting new people, like just building relationships. I mean, knowing people, just realizing like, man, it is a lot of great people out here that we just don't see because of what we have been accustomed to. Right. One of, I would say one of the lows sometimes is still just trying to figure it all out at times. Mm. But then what I realized is to not do it. 
not try to figure it all out. Like, stop it, Tanya, because I can be an overthinker. I can try to, you know, I'm a mom and I'm a single mom. And so I plan a lot. And right. so sometimes it can be overwhelming. You know, I don't have a maid here. You know, I don't have a butler and I don't have no, you know, I, I still got to figure everything out. And so what I've learned mm-hmm. is that do what you can and it's okay. You know, it's okay if you didn't get it all done today. It's okay, Tanya, let it go. And that was one of the lows that I've had and also not being stubborn, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I can be, I'm telling you, my coach, bless his heart, okay? Because I know when he tells me stuff and I'll be like, oh, I don't know about this one now. Come on. And he's like, and then I have to, he was like, you can just be so stubborn, but we make it work. And I can, you know, that's that resistance that I can have at times. Mm -hmm. And, but then I have to check myself and ask myself, why am I resisting of that? And, you know, just learning how to stop being that way. I mean, as far as a low, like a bad thing, it's not for me. It gave me life. It really did because many of us are just living existing we're not truly living we're just we're just getting through the day in hopes of doing it again tomorrow and living for the weekend we're waiting for friday and i used to be that person oh my god i gotta say this i was on facebook and you know facebook got your love on this day like what you said like seven eight years ago i remember when i first got on facebook i used to say i'm ready for friday that was like my every week post I'm ready for Friday. I'm ready for Friday. That was my life. And I'm like, I can't believe that I literally was living like that. You know what I'm saying? Just ready for Friday and then mad because Monday's here. And so that was just my life. And just to know now that every day is Friday. Like I'm living every day. You know, every day is a day of joy. And it doesn't mean that everything is perfect, though. It just means that I choose. I make the choice. And I want to express that. You make a choice to be happy. And it's not because everything goes great. It just means that when you make the choice, you allow yourself to focus on the things that matter. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you took the time to, you know, just share like who you were, the law of attraction working for you as you started to become what you wanted around you. And then just being able to look back and say, Bernard, I love my life. You know, I love what I get to do. I love having to figure it out. There's no days where I don't have joy, even though it, they could be longer days. Somehow they slip another hour in it and make it 25 hours. But you know, it's still a joy to be able to accomplish and do all the things that I get to do. Now, one of the things we uh, spoke about briefly was that you're very familiar with military culture. And that's, you know, like, again, a huge part of the work I do. And, and many times when people go through divorces or breakups in the military, they silence it, they hush it. One of the things that was shocking for me was when I joined and I got to my unit, one of the questions I was asked first, day one, was, uh, Bernard, what wife number are you on? And I'm like, is this a real question? Like, is this a trick question? Like, is this hazy? Like, I'm not sure how I should answer this. I'm like, I'm on wife number one. They're like, oh. And I'm like, what you mean, oh? Like, what don't I know right now? It was like, as you stay in the unit, you understand. And I sure did. Like our circle of healthy relationships started getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But on the same note, no one was talking about their breakups and what we can do to, in this stressful environment, keep our relationships strong. You know, so I'd love for you just to take some time and remind people that life does continue after some breakups and you don't have to hide. You don't have to run away. You don't have to throw away all your relationships because something changed. Right. And, you know, and and nobody wants that. I'm divorced. Like, 
What I also believe though with divorce is so many different things that I had to learn within myself about marriage. Marriage is huge. And see, one thing about being a divorce coach is that I don't promote divorce. I even ask people, are you sure this is what you want? Because it's so easy to say because mm. it, it's effortless. Let's just get a divorce. You know, people go in with the mindset. If it doesn't work, let's just get a divorce. It's yeah. like you already planning the divorce before you even get married. And so you already go in with the mindset of if it doesn't work. That shouldn't even be an option if you right. really want to be honest. Now, if it is, don't let that be your be all for you. Don't let that allow you to self-sabotage not only yourself, but even other relationships. So we go in wanting another relationship with baggage that we hadn't took out. Mm. And then we take it out on the person that we're with. And now the other person has to suffer because of what you've been through. That's not fair for them. That's not fair for you. So it's important to know that, okay, my ex-husband at the time was military. So he was in the Air Force for a few years and we were stationed in North Carolina. And you saw relationships that didn't last, especially during deployment time. Mm. And that's when you really have to have a, you already have to have a strong foundation even before you deploy. Yeah. Because you're away from your family for an extensive period of time, not to mention what the soldier is seeing and being exposed to overseas. Yeah. Because they see a lot of things and, you know, they could come back and maybe have to go through some, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you know, mm -hmm. the, the drill. they have to go through certain things because of what they've been through. My dad, it was, went to Vietnam. He knows some of the stuff he saw. Yeah. He was like, he didn't even talk about it. Yeah. So it's that thing of building a strong foundation without cracks in it. And what that means is that it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but you guys have to make it perfect by communicating. And so, and if it doesn't work, it's okay, but you need to learn from your divorce. It takes two people to get a divorce. And I know many people don't want to hear that because it's easy to blame other people. And that was me. I was a victim for a very long time. And a victim does not do anything for you. And because you want the credit when the marriage works, you got to take the credit when it doesn't work. Oh, wow. You really do. Because when your marriage works, you, you be like, girl, oh, yeah. yes, girl, I did this. I, you know, but when it don't work, mm -mm, girl, that was, he, he needs to, <laughs> you know, it's all like, mm, that wasn't me. And so you have to step back and look within and it may take some unpeeling, but I'm telling you the best gift is the gift of truth. Right. And because when, once you can be honest with yourself, it frees yourself and it allows you to move forward. Yeah, I love that. I love that. We are talking with Tanya Carter of MissTanyaSpeaks.com. Head over to her Instagram, follow her on Instagram. Tell her you heard her hair on the show. Man, that was so heavy on so many levels. You said the foundation doesn't have to be perfect, but you have to make it perfect by communicating. Absolutely. What, do you mean? what does your spouse need? Truly going there. And understanding each other's language. You know, again, this was stuff I did not want to admit because I wanted to be right, <laughs> you know, and my way was the way. And I had to just humble myself. And it didn't make me a bad woman. And I know many women say, well, Tanya, I'm a good woman. Stop saying that. It has nothing to do with you being a good woman. Mm -hmm. You can cook and clean and do all those things. I did those things. But then there were certain cracks in my foundation, my own personal foundation that I needed to work on. And I have to take ownership of that, meaning that I had to stop worrying about what he didn't do. Mm -hmm. Because worrying about what he didn't do allowed me to not do what I needed to do. And so wow. this is about you taking ownership. This is about you saying, I take responsibility for my life. Because as long as you blame them, 
then you will never allow yourself to move forward. You'll just stay in that space. Ten years from now, you'll still stay in that space. And I tell people, be look on, be on the lookout. I'm gonna do a video about time because time does not heal. Mm. And, I, and I hear that a lot. And time doesn't heal. So I'll be doing a video on that. Well, we want a preview. You just said time doesn't heal. And I've heard my whole life that time heals all wounds. No, it doesn't. It's what you do with the time that determines the healing. Mm -hmm. Because so we can see people who've been 20 years still talking about the same thing, complaining about the same thing. If time really healed, they would be healed. You can see somebody who's been out of a relationship in two to three years and they're in a whole different state of mind yeah. because they did. It was a process, meaning that many of us say time heal our wounds as if we just sit in there watching the clock, thinking that, OK, I'll just wait to time. So maybe in three months I'll be better, but not doing anything intentionally. Right. So when you say time doesn't heal, time heals. It's not the time. It's what you do with the time that determines the healing of the wound. Oh, man. So if you hurt yourself physically, if you don't get physical therapy on that ankle, the ankle's not going to heal. It's not. It's going to probably get worse or just be exactly where it was three months ago. But when you actively go to physical therapy and when you do the exercises that they have you do at home, and even if you go beyond that, your healing process is going to be quicker. So it's not just the time. We got to stop saying time, girl, give it time. Don't give it time. What are you doing with the time you have? So the 24 hours that you have every single day of your life, what are you intentionally doing to get you further in your healing process? If you're just waking up, complaining, and doing the exact same thing you've been doing, then you're not going to get there quicker. Right. Once you make it intentional and deliberate, then that's when you start seeing results. Man, I love that. I love how clear that was. And what I'm going to do is make sure that you just cut this out the video and post this to your YouTube because that was fire. I appreciate that. And it helped me because again, I believe the myth as well. You know, like we went through that. Uh, just give it a, a, you know, a few months and we'll be fine. And I love what you said. It's just be intentional. Like one of the things that we do in our relationship is we have the love languages book on the night table and we read a section from that every night just to truly see what resonated and, and feedback. And I love what you said, because there was a point in our relationship that we didn't do that. And I remember leaving the military and as you clearly know, the being deployed all the time, things like that, we had just grown apart. Like we were together, but I didn't really know her heart. I didn't speak her language. And you're right. I had to get intentional about what I exactly did you know, going to marriage conferences, talking to wise uh, people who have insight into this space like yourself and just understanding that I don't know everything. I don't even really know how to do this, but because I want to do it well, I need some training. I need some sound counsel. I need to understand where are the gaps and just my process. And you just uncovered a huge gap where, you know, I still had that myth that time heals things. And now as I scan my mind for maybe some relationships maybe some situations, I need to be more intentional about closing the gap and rebuilding and healing in those areas. Now, what I want to do, just do is take some time to, you know, shout out your reinvent you community. I know it's growing, it's growing pretty fast. I know you do personal coaching, but we all know there's a capacity. And I don't want listeners and uh, people in the veteran leaders community to miss out on being a part of something so robust, growing, Tell us how to connect with you. Tell us how to sign up. Tell us how to join. And also tell us about your one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. Okay. Well, if you go on Facebook, I do have a, you can type in reinvent you with the letter U and it says from breakup to breakthrough. 
you can go to my website, MissTanyaSpeaks.com and sign up for a session. A you know, we can schedule and we can just chat if you would like to do that. Also, as far as my personal one-on-one -on -one coaching, I do offer a complimentary one-on-one -on -one just so we can see where you are and figure out is this best for you? Because mm -hmm. I want to do what's best for you. So I don't want you to just be a client yeah. and then it's not working for you. You know, it's not going to help neither one of us. So if you are a woman who is going through a divorce, we need to do a breakthrough session. Mm. We need to figure out, do you want this divorce? Um, what is, you know, because that's important to know. Because I've had people who've called me who was like, I want a divorce. And I'm like, Why? You know, and the stuff that they say, I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, for real, like, think about what you're doing and give them something to think about. So mm -hmm. it's not about, yes, girl, you need to get a divorce. Come on down. No, I don't want people to get a divorce, but it is something that we go through. But definitely we want to see why we want to know, OK, are you initiating it? And why are you? And just figuring out, is this the best move? And it is the best move. Then we'll go through different phases because there are different phases of going through a divorce. You know, it's a lot of different phases, just, you know, healing, being able to talk to your ex because you have kids, you know, co-parenting, embracing your singleness, learning who you are. Embracing your singleness is, is very important before you even think about being with someone else right. and know what your purpose is and, and your gifts are. Because many of us got gifts so tucked underneath. They're mm. sick, we buried the gifts and we need to marry those gifts again and start realizing who we are. And sometimes and a lot of the times that's what gets you all the things you want out of life and desire for your life. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think you really helped us all to see what that journey to breakthrough looks like. And I know you're living proof of that journey to breakthrough. Now, as we close, I want you to touch on your personal and professional development. Again, I just want to say thank you for building a community where women can find their voice again, they can heal, and they can walk through to breakthrough. But besides MissTanyaSpeaks.com, where should we go to learn more about you? And then lastly, I just want you to take us out with your personal and professional development strategies and tips for 2018. You can find me on Instagram. You, know, you can email me at Tanya Carter at MissTanyaSpeaks.com if you want to email me, if you have any questions. Or I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook um, business page, too, as Miss Tanya Speaks. And, of course, the online community, Reinvent You. So there are plenty of ways to get in contact with me and I will respond very quickly. Um, as far as my pers personal and my professional goals this year, man, I would say as simple as this is to be better than I am the day than yesterday. Mm. I know that sounds very simple, but it's true. Like now I look at my day. Number one, I always write down what I'm thankful for now. Um, I do. And it's done intentionally. So it's right by my bed because there are days where I am tired. I haven't transitioned full time in, into this. So I'm still working. Mm -hmm. So I, I have a lot going on and we all do. And so sometimes it can be overwhelming. And so I have to just take a moment and say, what are you thankful for? Like, what are you thankful for today? And that thankfulness is different. It's not right. the same thing because it allows me to see beyond just the, the things that come to mind easily. It gives me ability to process my day, realizing that I can't do it all and it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, you know what, could you help me with this? It's okay to do that. And it doesn't take away from your strength. Mm -hmm. You know, it's amazing because I'm learning something about myself almost every single day. 
because I've decided to open up my heart and my mind to self-awareness. And so in learning how to build new relationships, you know, meeting new people, that's the best thing you can ever do for your life is meet new people because you never know what they can take you to. Like you and I right now, it came from building relationships. Yeah. So it started somewhere. I didn't think I would be doing this, but Mm. just allowing myself to be intentional, be intentional. Every move you make, it has to be intentional from the people you talk to, to the things you do. If it isn't helping you, subtract it from your life. Mm. And I mean it, as hard as it might seem, that is the best thing you can ever do is allow yourself to be intentional every single day. That is your goal, to be intentional. The conversations you have, if you're at work and you know this conversation isn't going to help you, don't have it. I mean, seriously, because those are the things that get tucked in our subconscious mind and we allow that to get in the way of our greatness. The friends you have, if you've had them for 30 years and they've been more of a a headache than you can bear, you may have to put a gap in between that. Be intentional. Ask yourself, is this going to help me? And if it's not, divorce it. Wow. That's my thing to be intentional. I mean, every area of your life. Tanya Carter. Miss Tanya Speaks.com. Miss Tanya Speaks on IG. I would love for you guys to reach out to Tanya today. Let her know you heard her hair. Tanya, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for sharing your story and your journey. And I, I really appreciate you just taking the time to go deep with me here and for my community. And I know that there are going to be so many women and their children thanking you for doing this because you're helping people heal. You're helping people understand that time doesn't heal. It's about being intentional in the process. That's going to get us the healing that we need. Absolutely. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tanya. And you had a ton of people reaching out online saying hello. So I'll make sure I get that over to you so you can respond as well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tanya. Enjoy the rest of your day as well. All right. You too. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye.